Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. And I would have a major problem with that. Listen, it's just something that happened continuously over the last few weeks where these full-on conversations are happening in restrooms, in public restrooms. And frankly, I, I would not want to be the person on the other end of that discussion not knowing what's going on right then. The whole thing is just, I don't want to be in that room. I don't want to hear your conversation. I don't care wh- what you're doing, uh, stall or urinal, uh, no, whatever. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You know what? Here's where it gets me. And this is probably where I have an issue. Being disrespectful of other people. And that, I don't know if you know this, Joe. Tends to happen a bit in society these days. Yeah, a little bit. Not at the airport, but at other places. Uh, listen, I just... Again, I want an automatic. It's like you're going into a bomb shelter where your cell service immediately shuts off the second you walk into a bathroom. So there's no acknowledgement of anything in there. Everyone's just going about it like keep your eyes down, handle your business, get in, get out. Well, I I mean, isn't that what it's there for? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? That would be the thought. That would be the thought, but it can be chaotic. Like an airport bathroom can be quite chaotic. But it doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even have to be airport. Can be anywhere. Can be anywhere. Yes, but if you're at a nice restaurant, you go into a nice restroom. No, you shouldn't be in there making phone calls, doing all that stuff. That's not needed. But I sometimes think of like the airport bathroom, which is just a complete free for all. So like, if some guy's on the phone in there, like whatever. I've definitely dealt with worse that day. I, I get that, but I. I'm not hearing those conversations of I'm trying to get my flight situation fixed. Got it. I'm hearing the lengthy conversations of how was Thanksgiving. And I mean, (laughs) can we save that? Can we save that till later? Maybe. Yeah. Just that one can be saved. I'm with you on that. Carlin versus Joe ESPN radio Sirius XM channel 80 presented by progressive insurance. Dak Prescott was absolutely phenomenal last night. The rest of the Cowboys, whatever, but, and then the coach, not great, but Dak Prescott, All right, it's still a win. Take it easy. Still a win. It is. I was just not impressed overall with what they did defensively, uh, certainly with Mike McCarthy at the end of the game, but all of that is neither. It's not germane to this conversation, which is, Simply this, for Dak Prescott especially, the next two weeks are going to determine his MVP fate. And maybe it will determine the MVP overall, but this weekend we have Jalen Hurts, we have Brock Purdy after what we saw last night from Prescott. Then next week we have got Prescott against Jalen Hurts. I do believe the MVP in the NFL is going to be determined in these next two weekends. Mm, that's spicy. Because then we're just discounting that whole playoff push down the stretch. And there's some big games down the stretch. You always know you get some divisional matchups there. There are. There are. For Dak, for Dak Prescott, I mean, this is the moment. Hey, let's put it 
I'll take I'm you saying this. that with the with the with the assumption that like he's not going to go in the tank against the Bills and against the Dolphins. Okay, you would I'm, think. Yeah, that's what I'm operating think. on. For him, he has a chance to go win the award over the next couple of weeks because if he can win this matchup against the Eagles next week and find his way into control of that division, assuming the Eagles lose to San Francisco. He's going to have a great case at it. The stats aren't an issue at all. When we're talking about passing yards, completion percentage, touchdown INT ratio, none of that matters. The only thing that matters to him right now is the fact that he's not in position to win the award at the moment. 13 of the last 14 MVPs have been a one seed or a two seed. The voters have made it very clear winning and winning a lot and winning a lot at a high level matters. There have been really good players on average teams that won't get a sniff because it just doesn't resonate with the voters. They want a quarterback and they want him from a really good team. And right now, that's not Prescott. His team is good, but he's not even number one in his own division. If he was in the NFC South, it'd be a different story. So he needs to jockey into position in order to win that award. But statistically, Carlin, everything else is there. Go beat Philadelphia next week because I've seen you on the big stage against the Eagles before. You came up short. I saw you on the big stage against the Niners. You got blown out. Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, these are all guys with big wins under their belt. Prescott needs that if he's going to overtake him in the voting. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I want to hear from Dak. Here he is describing, after the game last night, this stretch that he is going through where he is playing phenomenal football. My expectations, honestly. I put a lot into this game. I prepare my got amazing coaches and players around me right now doing the exact same so um, I just really think that's that's the expectations that I have for myself the standard that we've created as an offense and um, what we're how we're comfortable in playing this game so Dak states his case last night and over the last six games 20 touchdowns two interceptions it's been great again great against nobody but he's been great you've got Purdy this is what I need help with. Please explain to me how Brock Purdy is still in this discussion. And in fact, has seen his numbers go up all the way to 12 to 1 when Brock Purdy had a stretch of three games that was absolutely awful. Three touchdowns, five interceptions, right in the middle of the season against Cincinnati, Minnesota, Cleveland. Coincidentally, no. Not coincidentally, all three losses that San Francisco has had this year. He is the quarterback on a two seed, and he's got some pretty impressive overall numbers. That's why he is where he is right now. Uh, You look at that stretch, you make a good point. It was pretty poor, but I can work around the table at all the other favorites, and I can find poor stretches as well. Jalen Hurts has turned the ball over quite a bit this season. Lamar Jackson has had two or three just atrocious games in terms of output. Tua Tungavailoa hasn't beaten anybody in a big game this season. Patrick Mahomes' numbers are way down compared to what we're used to, and his offense is down as a result. And then on top of it, you look at Prescott. As fun as it's been the last few weeks— 
lost to Philly, got blown out in San Francisco, lost to the Cardinals. So every candidate this year brings a little bit of baggage to the table, which is an advantage for a guy like Prescott, who's trying to climb up to a one or two seed. But Purdy's there, make no mistake about it, because he is the starting quarterback on the number two seed in the NFC, and he has put up some big numbers outside of those games you mentioned. All right, I know the award is not given right now. Okay. You had to vote right now. You go in Purdy, you go in Prescott. I or hurt someone other than those two? Yeah. Uh, man, it is. It is. I, I, I honestly, it's the worst answer in the history of radio. I don't know. I have no idea well, but where this I'm is, going. I'm, I'm actually glad that you answered that way. I because have no I, clue. I, I, would speak, I would say that this speaks to exactly what you were just talking about. Everybody has major flaws, and the one person that that's going to benefit more than anyone, especially if he wins next week, is Prescott. The flaws oh. of everybody else, like you have, you have candidates, Joe, who would have been no-brainer candidates, right? Even Mahomes is a no-brainer candidate. Correct. But th- the flaws that he has had this year only work to Dak's favor. I don't know that the flaws... In, in everybody else's games help every, anybody else more than they do uh, Dak, if that makes sense. I do have an answer. Okay. Joe Burrow, because I bet him heavily at 18-1. to 1. So You I know, been, you know I what's depressing? <laughs> as, as I jumped on board with you there, too. What's really depressing <laughs> is when you go back and in the ESPN app, I look, and it tells you, okay, what bets do I have going right now? And you scroll through, and that one's still sitting there. That matzo ball's just sitting there waiting <laughs> it's, to get you. It's just sitting there, yeah. and you know it's not going anywhere for no. a long time. No, no, you didn't know. It's going to be there for a little while. You have the pleasure of enjoying that right up until February. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I got some. I got, I, I got a few of those in there right now. Yeah. I got a few of those in there. I'll, I'll, I'll t- let me throw one at you um, just out of left field. Yeah. I saw Marvin Harrison Jr. at a hun- at, at minus 150 to win the Blitnikoff Award. Yeah. And I thought to myself, who the hell isn't voting for him? I know the kid from LSU has been awesome, but Marvin Harrison Jr. has been talked about as a Heisman Trophy candidate this season, as the best receiver in the draft class. Like, I fired on that the other day without even thinking about it. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Did I, I make a mistake there, though? Yeah, Malik Neighbors. He's good, man. Mm. Well, leads I mean, the, if, leads the nation in receiving yards. If, if you had asked me, I probably would have told you to lay off, considering, you know, he didn't do jack against Rutgers. I'm just saying. Oh, is that the data point, the Rutgers game? Well, I'm saying if I'm saying that somebody who is just I don't know if you know this, there are probably a lot of voters who don't see a lot of it. <laughs> That's why and I'm hoping his name scro- is, is valuable enough. I'm and, hoping all the voters are like, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. And they might just be scrolling through game logs and I say, oh, wait, he only had three for 28 against Rutgers or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Got to make him pay for that one. Exactly. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. From superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's one non-quarterback still in the mix for MVP, 
And he had something very interesting to say earlier this week. You'll hear that next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. They said what? What? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't. I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? Never gets old. Never gets old. Always catches my attention. I always forget it's coming. And it's amazing every time. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Bowl season is looming. Tune in tomorrow night for the ACC Championship Game presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So we have some people to hear from, Joe, with some rather interesting comments. First up, Tyreek Hill, Dolphins wide receiver. This is courtesy of CBS Sports Galazzo, which is, I believe, their big soccer network. And Tyreek... uh, well, he showed up there and was talking about the 23 Dolphins. Tyreek, do you think you can go all the way? All the way to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, of course, man. Um, we, got the, we got the perfect team to do it. I won a Super Bowl, and I feel like this is probably the, the better team oh. than when we won a Super Bowl back when I was on KC. Okay, can we dial it back, please? They, they are not. They are not. These Dolphins are not the Chiefs of 2019. They, they're, 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 they're not. Joe, jury's still out. Season's not over yet. You have to remember. Be that guy. This is the guy last year when he went to Miami. Every time a microphone was in front of him, he said how great Tua looked, how awesome Tua is, how great of a deep ball he throws, and we all laughed at every turn. And then Tua went out there. And a little over a year later is a top five MVP candidate. Uh, He's a top five MVP candidate based on the odds. But you and I both know that Tua is not a top five MVP candidate this year. With the way he's playing. I know you're looking at the odds. I'm looking at, you know, his play. He's got 10 picks this year. I'm not. uh, No, 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 no. Okay. You didn't like the picks against the Jets. Pump up your guy. I get it. That's all. <laughs> do what you have to do. Up next, Sean Payton. Sean Payton, uh, I'm, 
I'm not surprised by this particular development. This is from his press conference. A lot of fans, and I found this out again last week, Joe, a lot of fans don't know what Scorigami is. And apparently neither does Sean Payton. Have I heard of a gum? No. Scorigami? No. It's a unique football score that's never existed in the NFL. You have two of them this year. Why is that? Like, why is it unique? 29 as well. It's never happened before. There's never been a final score. There's never been a final score. You're saying there's never been a score 29 to 12? In the NFL. Nor 70 to 20. <laughs> oh. Oh, that second one hurt. That second one. I don't know that you needed to throw the, yeah, never 70 to 20 either. That's kind of a, you know, little dig there that was probably unnecessary from the reporter. It feels like it took longer to explain that than was necessary. Like, it seems like Peyton had to ask three or four times before he really got to the bottom of it. And then just as it clicked, they were like, yeah, and also like 70 to 20. That's what's perfect about it. It only made sense to Peyton in the exact second he was insulted with the worst result he's ever had in an NFL game as a head coach. Exactly. And he was able to process it fully. Imagine something like that happening in your face at the literal second you begin to understand what's happening to you. That felt more like that felt like more like it would be a, a, a friend busting his buddy's chops as opposed to a reporter saying that to a head coach. Yeah, that's uh, it's that they were taking some liberties there, but that shows you how far the, the the Broncos have come since that game. Because if you make that scoregami joke one week after that game, he's still angry. But now they're able to laugh and shrug it off because the Broncos are playing good football. I don't know how much Sean Payton's chuckling about that, though. (laughs) Am I wrong about that? Do you think think Sean Payton's got the all-time great uh, sense of humor about that situation? I don't know. I don't know. Kevin James played him in the movie. (laughs) That guy seems to have a good time. I'll tell you what. Kevin James has put together a nice career. He really has. It's a hell of an IMDB page. Oh, my God. You're not kidding successful long-term uh you know stand-up comedian plus uh you got i mean king of queens is still on it's all over the place didn't require the chiseled good looks not to say he's not a handsome man because he is but you know generally that staying power belongs to the the rob lowe's of the world He's also made a nice comeback with the meme that's going around Twitter. Like anytime somebody like posts something, it's that now photo of Kevin James just standing there like, yeah, huh? Doug Heffernan. Yeah. 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 It's a Doug Heffernan character. Yeah. Yep. Somebody the other day put like a Tiger Woods hat on him and was like, are you going to win the Hero World Challenge? He goes, I'm just May. Was, uh, was Jerry Stiller better in Seinfeld or better in King of Queens? That's a great question. Seinfeld. It's a great question, but Seinfeld. Probably so. Seinfeld. All right, next, Dan Campbell. Then we'll tackle that another day. You can uh, blow a grand like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dan Campbell, Lions head coach. They've got the Saints this week on the food he's looking forward to most in New Orleans. Is there a particular dish you want to have while you're down there to eat? Yeah, I um again somebody asked me that the other shrimp shrimp gumbo is like my man down there it's I mean it's as good as gold. Uh you a New Orleans guy, and if so, what would be your food there? Number one, been to New Orleans twice, barely remember any of it, so yeah, I'm a New Orleans guy. <laughs> all right. I, I it's been brought up a couple of times. My wife brought it up, like, wouldn't it be fun if we went to New Orleans together? And I'm like, I I mean, for one of us, yeah. For the other one, you, probably not, watching me 
handle my business. Um, I don't find this as amusing. I don't care what he wants to eat down there. You just got wrecked at home by the Packers on Thanksgiving. You're supposed to be challenging for the NFC this year, man. Like, it's not – I know he's just answering the questions in front of him. I'm not trying to overthink it. I Just the fact that, like, we're playing this and we're having fun with this, no. Lions need to get to work, man. They let one get away from him there, and they've been sloppy the last few weeks. That's a take. That's a strong take in a segment where you didn't think you were getting strong takes. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just witnessed is pain that still exists from a bet gone horribly wrong. That may or may not, but may most likely be true. Yeah. How about Debo Debo Samuel and James Bradbury going back and forth a little bit? Uh, This is from the I Am Athlete podcast, Up and Adams on FanDuel TV, and from a press conference this week. Here the D-line are. make him all make make both of them all pros. You know, so Besides yeah. Slay, I respect Slay. What about Bradbury? Trash. Bradbury's trash? He didn't want to make all pros. Did you see the play that Brandon had yeah. the second play of the game? He got hurt. Say what I said, and, you know, and they dragged it on or whatever, but whatever the case may be. But kind of like I said it yesterday, like, uh, you know, by the end of the day, like, I said it, yeah, I said it, but um, I don't regret it. Bradbury trash. Uh, last year. Do you regret that? I mean, I don't regret nothing I said. I just push one day at a time. You know, of course, I don't really necessarily like what he said. We should have used a better word, you know, to describe my play. Uh, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, all I can do is control my work ethic. You know, uh, what I do that day. Wasn't really a classic go back and forth situation because Bradbury was taking the high road too much. A lot to like there in the build-up to the game. Number one, I'm, I'm not agreeing with Debo, but James Bradbury has not been very good this year. Like, no, he, he went out, he had a big season, he got paid, and now he's not really living up to that contract this season. So that's something to keep in mind. Number two, Debo's got a lot of you-know-what to step up there and call him out like that because Debo himself has not been good the last couple years. Last year, he was out of shape. And he admitted to it. And his numbers stunk. And all we heard about this offseason was how calling Kyle Shanahan, sending him shirtless photos to show him how great a shape he's in. I don't even think he's gone for 500 receiving yards yet. He's not even the top receiver on that team anymore. It's Brandon Ayuk. So he's got a lot to say about an opposing corner when, you know, he's got some of his own issues right now. Carlin versus Joe presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. We have got a massive football weekend, most notably college football, including uh, basically an elimination game in the Pac-12 tonight. We get into it after Joe has this from Farm Fresh. Mm. Get real. And keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know buying real Christmas trees helps save American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved, and so are American farmers' jobs. And for me, this is important as well. Buying real Christmas trees, it helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. I have two young boys, six and four. They love the idea of going out and getting the real Christmas tree and then coming home to decorate it. Dog also very much likes drinking the water out of the real Christmas tree bowl underneath. That's a problem for another day. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Kesty, it's Kelly Stauffer, and it's Ian Fitzsimmons tonight on the call of the Pac-12 title game in Vegas. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Series 6M Channel 80. Halloween is over, but hiring still a bit scary. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit mr fitzsimmons is in vegas and he joins us right now ian carlin joe we just talked the other day after we're you know, chiming in on everything going on what's going on brother how are you my bald-headed beautiful brother man how we doing uh <laughs> it was uh hey man hey, i'm in joe's town well uh, uh, formerly joe's town i don't know if the moving trucks have hit yet but tuesday had a great night last night i mean you know they, they the vegas uh the good people here of uh las vegas like a hard Hard-working, tax-paying folk uh, took about 500 of my bucks when I had Giants and Raiders a few weeks ago. Got a little bit of that back, man. I went, I, Joe, I went out to dinner with Kesty and I with the great Jay Rude. Ah, yes, the MGM. Former yep, founder of the MGM Sportsbook, one of the great handicappers of our, of our lifetime. He's a Hall of Famer, literally in the Hall of Fame, and – I uh, had a blast, man. And I, I I told you guys a few weeks ago, I would never play craps again with Mark Kestisher. But when you go play craps with Jay Rude, if I, after two rolls, he goes, Ian, if you ask me one more question, I'm going to knock the snot out of you. <laughs> That's what I bet, right? And shut up and let's go. 45 minutes later, hey, the 500, got it back, plus three hundo. We're good to go, man. Wife and kids, happy for Christmas. There we have and it. I- I will tell you something, a 45-minute run on a craps table, did you walk out feeling like it was five hours? Like, it feels like yes. you are in that thing forever. Dude, We I had to grab Kesty by the earlobe. Like, we are going home. <laughs> we have two games this weekend. We've got one tomorrow, and then we have a red eye to Charlotte. We have to get the hell out of here. He's like, but, 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 but. No, no we're leaving now. No buts. <laughs> See? Uh, what I'm intrigued thereby is that you, you, you announced publicly that this had happened because, for me, uh, you know, not everybody needs to know that the money was incoming, and thus it ends up in a little rainy day fund, as opposed not, to. You know yeah. what, Carlin? I am an open book with my bride and my kids, right? So they know See, when we lose, that. they know when we win. I mean, if, if you don't have that open book, you know that's when divorce papers get filed, right? So there you go. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm an open book and. She knows uh, literally an open book because she sees the book. Pluses, negatives, right? There you go. <laughs> yep. Bold strategy. The chicken scratch handwriting too, right? It ain't typed up. Yeah. It's in pencil, Coach. Yeah. It's in pencil. There you go. Bold strategy, Fitz. Let's see if it works out for you. Uh, listen. Um, hey, 20 years in, man. She hadn't called it great guy in the pun team yet, but I'm waiting on it. Uh, let's get to tonight. Um, is Do we this- have to? Let's just keep talking about Vegas. I know. I know. <laughs> 
Is this basically a de facto? Jay Root had us in the skybox in the sports book. It was phenomenal. I mean, it was watching Cowboys in Seattle live wagering. It was great. Anyway, oh, go ahead, Carl, with your serious sports But you don't, know, but you don't know what you're doing to me right now because now that, that just puts the itch in me. And, I, and listen, I am exactly a, I, where I was. Skybox one. I was in Skybox one watching Cowboy Seahawks. Yeah, I know it. You're not far from uh, what used to be the Lion Cage, but is now that bar and restaurant. You got Hakkasan right around the Tap. corner. Right <laughs> I mean, come on. The poker room used Carlton to be back right there. Now, it's like fingernails. This is killing. Yeah. It's like fingernails. Oh yeah. This, talk more. They used to have two Sigma Derby machines at the MGM Grand <laughs> right around the corner. They got rid of those games. There's only like one Sigma Derby table left in all of the world and it's at the d downtown las vegas i am i'm just thinking about how this is ridiculous by the way this conversation how amazing really i feel I, i'm just thinking about how amazing i feel when i walk into the town and how ready i am to leave when it's over you got to get That'll one of those ivs you got to get those girls to come by with the ivs oh the liquid iv oh my yeah. god right back i've there. never seen that before and it happened last night a massage yeah. and an iv i'm like no i'm good thank you appreciate it I let mean, me tell you something god. buddy you are not good you get yourself those ivs you get boosted up yeah i'd need about a gallon uh listen <laughs> both Carl, arms sports sports both here we go come on <laughs> football Right. Oh wait, am I? Is that on me, Carlin? I'm not even. No, it's fine. I'm just taking my time. To, I'm just taking my time to gather myself here. Uh, win and get in tonight. For play basically for both of these teams in your mind. I uh, mean, I don't know. And, and look, I've served in that mock committee twice, um, and it, th- this is what drives me nuts. And now we're now we're getting serious, right? I'm going with my dad. You know, when you screwed up as a kid, and your dad walks in, he, he doesn't beat you. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't hit you with the belt, right? Or my mom with a riding crop or a halter. Uh, this is the you know, damn it, I'm some I'm sincere voice, which is even worse, okay. right? And they're being yelled at. Um, this is one where it's all about to me and the committee's mission when they, when it started in 2014. And Bill Hancock said this yesterday. It's about the four best teams, not most deserving. So give me the four best, right? And the committee's worst scenario right now is if Bama beats Georgia, Texas beats Oklahoma State, Florida State beats Louisville, Washington beats Oregon. Good luck. Good luck, man. I mean, no matter what they do, somebody is going to have the opinion, and you could be right that one of the best teams is left out. But I'll tell you this, if Bama were, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think Georgia beats Alabama. But if Alabama does beat Georgia and Texas does beat Oklahoma State, the committee also ingrained in us when we were on that mock committee that, and it's still to this day, that head-to-head is a big factor. Strength of schedule is a big factor, right? And conference championship is a, a huge weighing point. A measuring point. So if that happens, Texas beat Bama. I don't care if, if it's uh, how different Bama is and how different Jalen Milrow is. They, they beat them. So how do you put Bama in, not Texas in? And you're going to take down Georgia if it's a close game? You aren't. And Michigan, I mean, they're they're in, man. If they beat Iowa, so best of luck to them. I hope you have a hell of a lot of Don Julio 1942 uh, stocked in that room with the Gaylord Texan because you're going to need it, man. It's go- it, it will be chaos. Their best case scenario, Carlin, is if Georgia wins, if Louisville wins, and Oklahoma State wins, 
then it's a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. What are we thinking about that ACC championship game now? Louisville's off that loss to Kentucky. A lot of people would discount him in this spot. I look at it and say Brom's done a hell of a job. They're in a yep. big bounce back spot, chance to ruin Florida State season. And I think there's some quarterback issues with the Knowles right now. Are there not? Yeah, and, and I, I was there last week at the Swamp with Florida State, Florida, when uh, when and Tate Rodemaker got rocked, and he, he was cleared to come back in. But word is, you know, and, uh, that you know he had some symptoms this week um, you know, from concussion protocol. I watched Brock Glenn warming up, a true freshman. He's about six two, about two fifteen. And he had this look about him, guys. I mean, and I watched him actually tell Keon Coleman, hey, back up five. Back up. I'm good, man. Back up five. Back up. As he's warming up, I'm like, this, this, this kid, as a true freshman, in the fourth quarter, in the swamp, in a one-score game against your arch rival, has this look about him like, this moment ain't too big for me. I'm good, man. Ooh. I mean, he has some moxie to him. So if Rodemaker can't go tomorrow night, I am – fascinated to see what the future looks like for Florida State because talking to Mike Norvell you always ask about the backup quarterback and you always phrase it like and Carlin you know this being the voice of Rutgers man I mean you always talk about hey I I hate to ask it but you're backup and you know they always get they are brutally honest with the backup quarterback and I'm telling you that coaching staff loves this young man so if Rodemaker can't go the future, I can't wait to see it unfold, and I'll be there for it when it comes to Brock Glenn if Rodemaker can't go tomorrow night. Awesome stuff, brother. Enjoy it, and I'm sure you'll come back with more stories. <laughs> Coach, i tell you one thing I won't do, and that's playing the slots at the Vegas airport. This is a public oh, service announcement from your Uncle Fitzy. That is, that is the, the, the most, slots at the, the most, airport in Vegas. The most degrading chase there is on the planet. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna you be honest. Doubling up to catch up. That's the happen. old. That's the old. Do as I say, not as I do. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Fitzsimmons on the call tonight See with Kesty Kelly Stopper. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, I'll tell you, stupid sports getting in the way of that. I know, and I just was getting that itch in the middle. Like the the look on my face was like the Vegas itch. Like, I can't uh, – listen, it, it's, it, I imagine it kind of disappears a little bit when you live there for a while. A little, yes. But when you're on the East Coast, you get that itch, and you're like, oh, I'm good for about three days usually. And then I got to – and not just wins, losses, any of that, right? I'm good for about three days, and that's about all my body can take, period. Yeah, it's – there's a lot of management. There's a lot of game management, as we like to say around here. You got a lot of game management. If you're not managing the game properly, and even if you manage it in fantastic fashion with the water and the rest, you're still going down. You're losing the game. Yeah. But if you don't go in with any sort of game management plan, it's over, Coach. That flight home is going to be a disaster. Bowl season is looming. Tune in tonight. You got the Pac-12 championship game. It is right here on ESPN Radio, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You have got to hear what one of our producers has done in this week's producer parlay. Oh, God. It's next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Final two of the show. Number one, NFL Rams minus three and a half over the Browns. Joe Flacco set to start a quarterback for the Browns, it looks like. Uh, I'm not very optimistic about that. 
More importantly, people will point to the Browns and say, but what about the defense? What about it? At home, it's fantastic. 10 points a game. On the road, it's a different story. 29 points per game allowed. Give me the Rams, minus three and a half. And then on top of that, let's go to boxing. Uh, Ryan Garcia is getting back in the ring tomorrow against Oscar Duarte. I'm going to take Garcia by stoppage. That means KO, TKO, or DQ at minus 130. Here's the angle. Garcia is a big money guy, meaning Golden Boy Promotions knows they can make a lot of money off him. He's very popular, very good looking, very marketable. Problem is he just lost to Javante Davis. They need him to win a fight and they need him to win one in which he looks good. So let's play the stoppage here with Ryan Garcia at minus 130. Ah, from Superchargers, Exhaust Kits and More eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all your ride, with with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The bigger the parlay, Show me the, money. the more it will pay. It's big money. Very big money. It's time to head into the control room for this week's Producer Parlay. Well, here we are again. Uh, what are we, 0 for 12? Something like that? Yeah, but you don't need a winning record when it comes to an eight-leg parlay. You just need to hit one every now and again, and that's what we're going to try to pull off here. Uh, For those who don't know, the producer parlay, Carlin and I, kind enough to take care of not only our show, but all the other shows here. Each show behind the scenes gets to make one pick. We throw them all into a giant eight-leg parlay, and if it hits, those guys all get paid out courtesy of your boys. Mm. I should probably send you some money for that. Uh, (laughs) Because we haven't done that in this week 13. Uh, So let us uh, let our producers fill us in as to what the selections are this week. And we start with Evan Wilner. Mr. Wilner, take the floor. Yeah, Unsportsmanlike is going with an A.J. Brown anytime touchdown for the Eagles. Greeny is going with Jets over 16.5 total points. That's for the team. Oh, come on. Freddie and Harry... Going Matt Stafford. This number was 234.5 passing yards. It's actually down to 225.5 passing yards, but they decided to stick with that bet. So Matt Stafford, 225.5 passing yards. They're going under that. And Amber Ian's going with Pat Fryermuth, alternate reception line of over 4.5 receptions. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of things there. I hate the Matt Stafford pick. Hate it. I'd go over there if I were on anything. Because Stafford, Stafford's playing pretty well right now. Brown's you know? defense, not good on the road. We just talked about that. Exactly. Come on now. You've got to know better. Jets over 16 and a half. I mean, that's, is that Bubba or is that Cam? I mean, who's the kiss up there? Might have been Greeny. Yeah, it might have I been. Mean, may that- as well have been. That here, here are the last five games for the Jets in terms of offensive scoring. 13-6, 12-6, 13-6. Oh my! They're God. due. Yeah, they're due. All right. <laughs> well done, Cam. Well done. I like Part- the Firemuth pick, uh, Amber and Ian. I like that pick because last week, once they got rid of Matt Canada, seems yeah. like Firemuth was like the main target throughout that game. They lo- yeah, listen, they love Firemuth, and they haven't gotten him involved enough. All right, uh, what do we got here, uh, Handman? Fill us in on the second half. What are you starting with for our pick? Yeah, Carlin versus Joe. We're going over 12 and a half rushing yards for Bryce Young. A little on the alternate line, get you some juice. Uh, game night's going to a tank Dell anytime touchdown. The Paul Feinbaum show. 
going Michael Pittman alternate over four and a half catches. Whoa. <laughs> What's the price on that? Uh, minus 500, it seems. How did you ESPN guys bet. allow that? What? That's a Yates Does the actual right payout actually go all the way down after that? It has to. <laughs> it's a get right game. Uh, one more that is a that, that is a I, wasn't that our fault. Never have, that yeah. is such that is such a to quote the rock, you candy, you know what? Yeah. Going after that there. Come on, minus five hundred. If that hits, that doesn't help anybody. You know what that is? That is wasn't our fault. That's what that is. Yeah. That's on you, Nuno. Yeah. And then what any any yeah. other ones? There's one more from remotes. We got Sam Laporta over three and a half receptions. At minus one seventy, so getting a little liberal there as well. I noticed. So where are we with what this uh, this parlay would pay out? Yeah, twenty dollars wins three thousand nine hundred and twenty-one dollars and seventy-one cents. I can tell you one thing: I'm going to be double checking the math on that. Uh, minus minus five hundred. This will be the first eight-leg parlay in history in which you owe the book. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is such I, ham and egg you right guys, there. What are you, how are you going to let Yates get away with that? Yates plays parlays like a maniac. How are you going to let him get away with that? Well, now That's, we know why most of the legs hit. Because yeah. they're all like minus 500. I mean, come on. That's that's garbage. That's the equivalent of going to the track and, and betting $2 on a favorite to show. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like Who that does money that? on fire. Yeah. At least get a laugh out of it. I think it says a lot about the rest of the juice from the other shows, though, that it still pays out pretty handsomely. All right. Tonight, quick thought. You've got – I was just – we were talking during the break. You're really on the under of the yeah. uh, of the Pac-12 championship game. Give me one more sell before I press – One more sell on the under? Yeah. Washington's offense, first six games, 44 points a game. Last six games, 31 points per game. Good, not great. Oregon's defense getting better. I'm worried about Michael Penix. It seems like he's not 100%. That's just wild speculation, but that offense hasn't looked nearly as good. All right. Bet placed as you gave that explanation. Well done. Nice. Well done. A Carlin can't lose game. You'll hear from me tonight (laughs) if it's not going your way. That's for darn sure. Big football weekend. Thanks for listening to the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast.